podcast one production. When I was young, I was paralysed by my body image. I starved myself. I didn't engage in life like I should have. I wasted so many hours stressing and obsessing and I missed out on a lot. I was so lucky to have the support of my family and my friends and to have a bit of therapy. I was able to turn that around, turn my body image around. And it's actually taught me a lot of great lessons, which means that today I feel like I've got a really positive and loving body image. One of my biggest fears is that one of my daughters or even my sons could go through the same thing that I went through. And it really plays on my mind that the body image that we have towards ourselves is most likely going to be passed down to our children. And I really want to make sure that my kids have a strong, positive sense of self and a love for their own bodies. This is Healthy Her with Amelia Phillips. And in this episode, I want to talk about how we can foster a positive body image, especially after kids. Cue Taryn Brumfit. Now, Taryn is one of Australia's leaders in the positive body image movement, and she's the director of the inspiring social change documentary, Embrace. And in this conversation, she's going to give us some really simple strategies so that we can learn to love ourselves. Taryn Brumfit, thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. You came onto everyone's radar a few years ago when you posted a reverse before and after photo that went viral. And it really did spark a conversation around body image in Australia and around the world as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that image and what impact it's had? So after I had my three children, I ended up hating my body. I wanted to change my body. I was going to have surgery to get a breast augmentation and a tummy tuck, but I decided after I had an epiphany, which was when I was watching my daughter Michaela play, that I didn't want to have surgery. I didn't want that to impact how she felt about her body. Now, I just have to put a quick disclaimer on this, that if you're listening to this going, oh my God, I've had surgery and I've had a daughter. Listen, this is my story. This is my body. And we all make our own decisions based on our very own unique circumstances. So I cancelled the surgery, but I was still plagued with the thought, what does it feel like to have the perfect body? So I said that to my trainer and she said, why don't you enter a bodybuilding competition? I was like, are you crazy? I'm not doing that. And then before I knew it, I was. I was walking around on stage in these like huge plastic porno shoes and a silver bikini. And... um, When I got off stage a few months after, my body went back to what it had always been. And I remember over the years looking at those before and after images, a woman before, overweight, very sad, she loses weight, miraculously, she becomes happy. And so I swapped my photos around. My before was on stage in a kind of, I describe it as my perfect bikini body. Back then I would have described it that way. And my after was, as my body is now, you could see the rolls and the folds and some cellulite. And yes, I put it out there just to help some friends. And my goodness, it, it, it was seen by over 100 million people in the first 12 months. It really went quite crazy and quite viral. That is just amazing. And tell me how that evolved. Where did you go from there? I, I, I want to get to your documentary, Embrace, which is extremely powerful. Well, 
I received over 7,000 emails and messages from women and some men too all across the world after they saw that non-traditional before and after photo. And I started getting back to everybody like, I'm so sorry for, you know, what's happened to your body and how you're feeling. And and it just became apparent a couple of months in that there was no way that I was going to be able to respond to these people. But I, I felt this sense of responsibility. I, I wanted to help them because I had been on my own journey to learn to embrace my body. And I wanted to share some of the stories and some of the strategies. So I thought, okay, I'll write a book. Uh, I wrote a book and, and Ricky Lake, uh, go Ricky, go Ricky. I didn't do that when I met her, but gosh, I was so tempted. Um, she was a talk show host for those of you who are too young to know who Ricky Lake is. But she wrote the forward. It had huge success in the US and, and other parts of the world, but it just wasn't enough still. This is a global epidemic um, of people hating their bodies. So one day, very nonchalantly, I said, oh, I'll just make a film. Like, how hard could that be? <laughs> Um, and that's when the, the cold sore gods, you know, cast a cold sore on my lip for about two years uh, because it was incredibly stressful. But my goodness, uh, what a passion project and, and what a beautiful final piece is Embrace the Documentary. And it's gone on to change millions of people's lives. I'm incredibly proud of it. Um, and I think it just woke people up from the sleep that we've been in, which was, oh, there's an alternative to hating our bodies. We don't actually have to do this. We don't have to be at war and battle with our bodies. So it's a really exciting time for for people to know that they have a choice and they have an alternative. I've watched your documentary and it's on iTunes and I really encourage all our mums out there to go and watch it, not just for yourself, but for your children as well. And I'm so excited to hear that you're going to be producing an Embrace Kids documentary, which is a whole other kettle of fish. Um, But tell me what state do you think Aussie mum's body image health is at at the moment? Well, it's not great, Um, but I guess that's no surprise either. We have these billion-dollar powerhouse industries preying on women's insecurities. Uh, We've got sort of Botox uh, shops on on every street corner where our delis used to be. Now it's like, hey, come and have some Botox. Um, So I guess it's making it very accessible to change our bodies. I think that Australian women, and this goes for all women right across the world, we're just tired of, we're tired in general. And a big part of that exhaustion is just through hating our bodies and wishing we'd had different body parts and trying to keep up with her body and social media and photoshopping and the advertising, like it's just coming at us and we're done with it. We want to talk about something else, but I certainly know for Aussie mums, we don't want to pass on these body image issues to our children. Do you see that mums in particular have more of an issue with body image than people who don't have children? Yeah, I sure do. I mean, mums, uh, for the marketeers, <laughs> they've really got a target on their back, haven't they, new mums? Because their bodies have changed so much. And unfortunately, mums are preyed upon and we're told to get our bodies back. And I think that's the most ludicrous thing in the world because as a human being, we're forever evolving. You can never go back to the body that you had before that you're a mum. You've just grew a child inside of you and then delivered a baby. And now you're like, you can't go back to what you were before. It's just not even possible. So uh, look, I can appreciate that some mums want to lose some of the belly fat and want to tone up. That's okay. But 
what I say with any kind of change that you're making to your body, always lead with love. So not shame, uh, not regret, not I'm disgusting, not fear, always lead with love. Yeah, and I think this is something that I also feel extremely passionate about. And similar to you when you did your reverse before and after, my business that we sold about six months ago, the Michelle Bridges 12-Week Body Transformation, when we first started that business, I was horrified and just so saddened by the amount of emails and messages and conversations on the forum of just self-loathing. And these, uh, you know, I knew it was an issue, but when you see it on mass and you would have had the same thing with all their emails and messages coming through. And when, when you see women pouring their deepest, darkest fears out and that self-loathing, it's really alarming because you realize it's an epidemic. It's not, you know, you, you sit here and you're, you know, individually at night thinking you're the only one feeling those thoughts, but so many women do feel that. Yeah, they do. And I think when I posted those photos, it was back in 2013. Uh, it, it was sort of the beginning, I guess, of this conversation. I think we've come a really long way in the last six or seven years when we start talking about uh, positive body image, uh, diversity, size, inclusivity. There is definitely a new dialogue that's out there. And I've seen uh, just at the body image movement, you know, we, we receive thousands of messages and emails still every single week. Um, It is a beast (laughs) what we've created. Um, But I do and have seen a trend. In the beginning, it was only negative uh, letters that we would receive. And now we're starting to see the change. And uh, I just get out of bed in the mornings and I live for that change because I know how it feels to hate your body and walk through life every day just feeling that um, exhausted and preoccupied and also disconnected to your life and also to the relationships that you have with people around you. So... I know how that feels. I also know how it feels to embrace. And I just want everyone to come and join me on the dance floor because it's really fun. I'm (laughs) dancing with you, girlfriend. And look, we had the same feeling where a lot of people don't realise if they haven't done 12WBT, they didn't realise that they joined it to lose weight. But then the whole program was the premise of learning to love your body and shifting that focus from how you look to respecting your body and to being so proud of what your body can do. And, you know, you change one person's perception on their body image and you see how that plays out and you it's it's like a drug you just want to do it more and more and that's what I loved about what your documentary did and I have to say it had a profound impact on me Taryn and I have a healthy body image but I it actually reminded me that okay since having babies maybe my body image had suffered a bit um I'll tell you that um I had a shoot on I had a video shoot to do for uh, channel nine and I had all my outfits lined out and of course I I had, you know, the quite loose fitting t-shirts and uh, workout tops because I was doing like a mum's workout. And then I watched your documentary the day before and I thought, you know what? I thought, okay, I've got a bit of a mum tum, but I'm bloody proud of my tummy. It's bore four children. It's digested 8 million meals. (laughs) And I thought, you know what? I'm going to wear a crop top. And (laughs) and I felt, I actually felt really liberated wearing that. And then of course, when they promoted the video, they took a screen grab of me in the crop top. And that was the static image that went up and (laughs) went, you know, went out on all social media. And my first thought when I saw that image was, oh my God, there are roles 
oh mm. my God, there are roles. And then I remembered your documentary and I thought, you know what? Be proud of that. And I think we need more images out there of women that don't have the textbook perfect bodies because mm. if we see more of those images, it helps normalise varying body shapes. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's so comforting to see another woman with cellulite and stretch marks and the rolls and the jiggly bits. It's like, oh, I see myself represented. And I guess we've just been sold this lie that women's bodies only look a particular way. And it's like, oh no, look at the range, everybody. You know, my body right now is probably the largest body I've ever lived in. And yet it ran a marathon, you know, a few weeks back. Like Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. It's a long way, I'll just say. Just be careful. Anyone out there is like, I think I might run a marathon. Just remember, (laughs) it's really long. But it's, oh, how nice it is to finish the, you know, to cross that line. But I think we need to start thinking about um, health as not just the physical, not just what we see. What's underneath? You know, what? how is our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health? There are more pillars to health than just what we look at. For our mums out there that are sitting here listening to this, what would be some signs that our body image might be a little bit distorted? Well, I think that we know when we're spending far too much time obsessing. So obsessing over how it looks, endless dieting, transformations, um, spending too much time worrying or wishing you had her body, (laughs) uh, restrictive eating. They are some of the signs that your body image might not be as uh, positive as we'd all like it to be. I think we need to focus on how we connect with our bodies and how we feel. I'm not saying to anyone, forget how you look, but I'm just saying, how about we strike up a bit of a balance? You know, I put on some makeup sometimes and occasionally I do my hair. Um, and uh, But some days I don't, some days I care less, some days I care more. Uh, but what always comes first with everything I do is how do I feel? Um, and I think if we all stop to take a moment to think about our health values, I know that a lot of women are tired. I just hear this endlessly. Um, imagine walking through life feeling energised. Uh, and that's one of the the side, the positive side effects of embracing our bodies is when you let go of all that mental chit-chat that happens inside your brain, you're left with all this space to create and to do and to get out there and, and enjoy more. Absolutely. And that negative self-talk is more debilitating than we realise. And for a lot of us, it's been going on for so long that we're actually a little bit unaware that we're doing it and it kind of is so automated. And I think, you know, some things that I've observed over time with kind of warning bells is also things like if you're opting out of participating in life, you know, if you're sitting on the sidelines, if, you know, the kids want to go to the pool, but you don't want to go because you don't want to get into your swimmers you know, check in with yourself and say, when you walk past the mirror, did would you talk to your friend like that? Would you talk to your child like that? Exercise is a great one as well. I think you asking yourself the question, am I exercising for nourishment or punishment? I mm. think there are a couple of kind of, I guess, litmus tests you can do. And also, as you mentioned food earlier, you know, are you constantly obsessing over food and labeling food as good or bad and having that strong emotion around food as well? 
What about things we can do to turn this around? If our mums out there are going, you know what, I reckon my body image is nowhere near where it needs to be. What are some steps that our mums can take to turn this around? Well, I think we need to all be responsible for the language that we use about our bodies and the bodies of others as well. So, um, uh, Uh, one thing that we can all do is just never talk about someone's weight loss or weight gain again. This one I've heard in the schoolyard and it happened when I was um, on my journey to losing weight and getting that bikini body. I had so many people come up to me and often in front of my kids as well saying, oh my gosh, you're so inspiring. You're amazing. You know, you've lost all this weight. People often lose weight through dieting and we know that 95% of diets don't work, so we know that they put the weight back on. Um, What happens to that same mum walking through the schoolyard who's had everyone cheer her on for her weight loss when she does put the weight back on? Like, how, how does that make her feel? So I try and encourage women to not use the weight loss or weight gain as an indicator of a a friendship or a a way that we value a friendship. Like it makes no difference to me if any of my friends put on weight or lose weight. I don't care. I'm there for our connection and our laughs and the adventures that we have together. So I think that's definitely one thing we can all do. Um, I think also educating ourselves. um, You know, if you're listening to this going, oh, I'd love to have a more positive uh, body image, wishing for it will get you nowhere. You actually have to do the work. And that might mean watching a doco or reading books or doing a program or seeing a dietitian, a health at every size dietitian, or seeing a psychologist. It takes effort to have this remarkable and sparkly and fun life. But oh my goodness, it's so worth it. It is so worth it. And I would say to the mums out there, seriously, go and watch your documentary Embrace because that is a a brilliant starting point. I know you started an online program as well. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, so we were inundated um, after people saw Embrace the doco uh, with, but how do I uh, embrace my body? Uh, So we sort of spent a couple of years coming together with this plan of practical strategies of what every woman could do to have a better relationship with her body. So it's a four-week online course. Um, There's no restrictions, as in you can do it in four days, you can do it in four months, you get the materials for life. And um, each week we have a a special guest. So uh, it might be a meditation expert or a weight psychologist, or uh, we've got a neuroscience teacher coming up. And it's about teaching women, I guess, helping them to understand why they feel the way they feel. So really getting uh, media literacy, uh, putting that out there understanding the why and then delivering the practical strategies. And then you're part of a community as well. And I'm sure you would know from the 12-week program with Michelle Bridges is community is everything. Surrounding yourself with a tribe of people that will lift you up, um, hold you up, encourage you, love you unconditionally. uh, That's really what it's all about. And that's what Embrace You, the online program is about too. Tell me what some of the practical strategies or practical exercises that you get some of your ladies doing on the program? Well, one of the things uh, we do is uh, get them to get go to a shopping centre 
and actually take a walk through with a different lens. So actually seeing what the advertisers are saying and what's reflected back at us. Um, you'll be shocked when you do this exercise. Um, often when we're shopping, we've got kids in tow or we're on a mission to get whatever it is. But if you just walk through and, and actually stop and absorb the messages it's no wonder so many women are hating their bodies because there really only is one type of body that's celebrated. Um, even sort of the men versus women, you know, I was at a surf shop the other day and there was two posters. There was a woman and there was a man. And in the men's poster, he was on a surfboard tearing up a wave and the woman was looking at the camera with very seductive eyes in her bikini uh, looking kind of you know, looking hot in her bikini. And I just thought, oh, this is so the message that we get so often about men do with their bodies and women are here to be looked at. And it's one of the things I say, uh, you know, we're not ornaments. We're not ornaments in life. We're here to use these bodies to seek out adventures and have fun. But it's amazing how we've become so bombarded by this imagery and we've kind of, we've bought into it and it's left us feeling miserable. We want a way out. I couldn't agree more with you. And this was one of the thoughts that went through my head when I had my crop top moment. Um, I thought about the gym that I go to and I thought, Every woman in that gym that wears crop tops has the perfect tummy. And I thought, I'm going to go out there with my not so perfect tummy because I want to change that. And there are definitely some companies starting to do that. You do, you, don't you agree that we're starting to see a little bit more diversity out there? I'm thinking Dove off the top of my head. We are definitely seeing more diversity, and um, I think it's. I think we're very savvy as consumers. We see the brands who are doing it really well and from a very authentic space, and then we do, we're seeing some brands who I think perhaps are just doing it um, just because it's trending now, isn't it, to be uh, inclusive and show diversity. Um, but look, we've got to really support the brands that are doing it well with our dollars and get behind them, and you know, even send them a message. Bravo. Well done. Thank you for for showing that diversity. It made me feel this way. We so often focus on the negative and I think sometimes it's nice to hear that feedback, you know, that kind of good job. Encourage them to continue to do more of it. We do have an obesity epidemic in Australia and it is growing on the increase and it seems to be impacting our children as well. And it's interesting because you and I are trying to tackle the same issue, body image, but I have come from a space of, you know, obesity prevention and that kind of thing. How do we balance these two issues successfully? You know, some might argue that normalising being overweight or obese may not help with our obesity crisis. Well, fat shaming is not the answer. And there's the data that shows that weight stigma actually encourages weight gain for people. So in my experience, I've never met anyone that has made lifelong positive and meaningful change that's come from shame or fear or guilt. But I know plenty of people that have made positive outcomes for their health and their lives that's come from embracing their bodies and unconditionally loving their bodies. But I want to make it really clear, embracing is not about eating 20 donuts on the couch. Um, I don't think that's respecting your body either. Um, I think you're 
best weight, uh, and because people still focus on weight, I don't. I don't weigh myself, and uh, I, I encourage everyone to get off the scales. But I think we need to come back into our bodies and be more intuitive. And our best weight is whatever weight that we reach when we're living the healthiest life that we actually enjoy living. And I just think that we need to reconnect with our bodies, how our bodies feel, move our bodies for pleasure and not punishment, eat intuitively, eat mindfully, eat for energy. Like I know if I go have a hot dog for lunch, I'm probably going to feel lousy by four o'clock. But I know if I go and have some, you know, yummy protein chicken salady thing, I I know that I'll be keep going all the way until I get to bed tonight. Um, so I understand and I appreciate what you're saying in terms of the obesity epidemic, but I just want everyone to know that embracing your body is about self-love, self-care and respect. And I can tell you that our most successful members on 12WBT were the women that got that and the women that stopped being at war with their bodies but actually found that connection and that love with their body and they chose to exercise to nourish their bodies, not because they hated and wanted to punish their bodies. They chose the food to nourish their bodies and they just gave their gave themselves a break. Mm. And I love that message. And I think that we can marry the two very nicely. Um, and I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing. And just before we wrap up, what can mums go and do today? What's one thing that after listening to this podcast, we could go and do to just do a step in the right direction? Look, I think it's about taking some time out, even if it's just five minutes to consider this, that you weren't born into this world hating your body. It is not the sole purpose of your life to be at war with it. These behaviours that you've learned can be unlearned and if you want to live a life that feels freeing and um, enjoyable and adventurous and, and magical and, and all those things, um, do the work. Don't don't wish that you could love and embrace your body. Do the work. And also just practice gratitude. You know, my breasts that have fed 4,000 meals, they don't sit anywhere where they used to. Um but they've fed my kids and my tummy, my jiggly tummy. It's housed three kids. And I wish I could show you all, but you know how women are very fearful of a sleeveless dress in summer. Um, if, I, if I wave, like the, the little the tuck shop, I don't call it tuck shop arms, but I know women will relate to that. When I wave to someone, my arms, well, after I finish waving, continue to wave. Um, they're very friendly arms, my arms. But my goodness, without those arms, I can't hug my kids. So find the love in all the body parts that you hate Find the love. I know I've given you like five things there to do. Um, But practical, watch the doco. Everybody, watch the doco. Taryn, thank you so much for your time today. That was fabulous. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I hope that all your listeners um, can, yeah, use this as a bit of a pivot perhaps in this thing called life. (laughs) Healthy Her was presented by me, Amelia Phillips, and created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer Live Proud, sound production by Matt Nikolic. Theme music composed by Matthew Dwyer, executive producer Jennifer Goggin. To hear more episodes, listen for free at podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Healthy Her. And for more tips and insights on this topic, visit my show notes at ameliaphillips.com.au.